Welcome to the Infinite Human Talk Show with Elizabeth Monroy. Over the next hour, you'll learn how you can become part of the new consciousness renaissance by evolving yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, and socially to embrace your true divine infinite nature and become an infinite human and co-creator of the new infinite earth. Now, here is your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Infinite Human Talk Show. All your divine, infinite human beings, you are all that is, ever has been, and ever, ever, ever shall be. And I'm Elizabeth Monroe, I'm your host, and uh, we have a really exciting guest, Ian Parks, who's going to talk about Tartarian architecture and technology, this ancient hidden technology, and it's going to be an amazing, an amazing uh, session. So before we start, though, I'd like to just help you kind of ground yourself, center yourself, and tap in to your divine infinite Source. So take a deep breath if you can. And even if you're busy driving or something, you don't have to close your eyes, but just take a nice deep breath, breathing in the two most powerful words ever uttered, I am. And exhale, peace, 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 peace. And now breathing in, I am. Infinite love, love, love. Breathing in, I am infinite truth, truth, truth. And one more time, breathing in, I am infinite source, source, source. And just feel that divine infinite spark ignite deep within your heart of hearts and feel yourself going deeper and deeper and deeper as you reconnect to that divine infinite spark of the infinite God source, which resides within you at all times, it's always there. And sometimes in the busyness of the day, we get lost, but it's always there. It's just a breath away, a thought away, breathing in I am, and exhaling infinite and so excited to have you. Thank you so much. Um, the talk show is really taking off, and we've had some amazing guests and have some amazing guests lined up. So I'm really, really excited about this. And again, I just want to kind of set the tone because I don't ask you to believe anything I say or any of the guests say because it's really just to um, to inspire, to trigger, to excite you to remember the truth because the truth is something and hopefully you've got an inkling of it from our first uh, broadcast on Columbus Day when we began to look this month we've been exploring the true history of our planet and if nothing else hopefully some questions have been uh, uh, have arised has have come up in your mind have been um, kind of um, triggered in your mind to make you question the uh, narratives, the tr- the history that has been shoved down our throats in, uh, in school systems and in the history books. 
And may, perhaps there is a whole different story. And then last uh, week, we got into a really deep with um, Katie, the author of Waking in Elania, and we went to uh, explore ancient Atlantis and Lemuria, and we went even beyond that to the time of the planet Tara and before the fall, and um, that we visited the ancient uh, continents and cultures of Mu and, and Elania. And... Now, today we're going to look at the ancient culture of Tartaria. And it's funny, I just thought that it was, um, you know, from Tara. When I met Eon, I asked him, I said, well, Tartaria means, uh, means from Tara, the ancient culture of Tara. But he, he, he said, well, I don't know. So we'll find out. I have a lot of questions here. And part of it is, um, did the ancient cultures understand that it, it, we're going to talk about vibrating frequency and sound? And um, if you have some questions, you'll have a chance also to ask him questions. So I'm going to uh, just bring on um, Eon Park in just a second, and I'm going to kind of set the, um, you know, stage for you to realize what an amazing, amazing soul this person is. He's really brilliant. I had just a very short uh, conversation with him, and it's just amazing. His perspective and um, his his um, his knowledge is 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 phenomenal. So he's from the U of K, and he has studied multidimensional creation mechanics and bio spiritual development for over twenty years, mostly from the materials presented by Ashiana Dean, which he says has helped him greatly on the journey. He enjoys assisting and sharing his knowledge with others who choose to follow this path, and and in hopes that we can all shift this reality for the better, which is what we're all about here at the Infinite Human Talk Show. He recently started studying the subject of Tartarian, Tartaria and discovered that his developing levels of awareness has allowed him to see the subject from a unique perspective, which has led unique realizations of the interesting layers that exist. He is currently creating a huge megalithic presentation on this topic, which will be, uh, uh, which will be covered over several videos and be presented on his YouTube channel, which is called Waking Earth. All right. And he can tell you more about that. He also enjoys researching the hidden musical frequency system used openly in Tartarian and Christic societies. And we'll talk more about that at the end, I hope. Um, uh, in societies that have now been replaced by our current distorted 440 hertz temperamental tuning, t uh, temper temperament tuning. Okay. So many of you are familiar with what's happened to the whole music industry being hijacked. He has discovered a way to link geometry to musical frequencies, which has led to the discovery of, of an, of a new way to naturally create the crystalla, the crystal spiral, and thus the crystal spiral frequencies used throughout the world. So this is, Really, if you understand colonic sciences, this is, you know, uh, a, a, a mega um, information here. So, no, and he has a Facebook group called Nomi Earth Beginners Guide to Fail Safe Ascension. And hopefully, we'll touch on that just a little bit. And then, if his YouTube channel is Walking Earth. And, um, I just want to say something also because my perspective is and always has been you uh, can, you have all the answers within you from divine, you are 
infinite and you can go directly to infinite source but certainly in this time in which we the um divine angelic infinite humans are reawakening reclaiming our power reclaiming our true infinite nature and reclaiming our memories it is very helpful to listen to other people which is why i founded this channel and like i said only take what resonates and i i also am a student of ashiana dean and colonics but i only take what resonates with me um i know there's a lot of stuff going on in different factions and i listen to everyone whether it's uh, energy synthesis um you know colonic science uh, uh freedom teachings the uh, the the new um, you know, KDL three, I listen to everything and I encourage you to, and to be your own, uh, put it together the way that resonates with you, because I hope that the words I say and the words of the guests that I bring on will spark memories of the truth, because this is all information that was not just channeled by someone, but it was information that has been hidden from us. It's information that has been given to this planet many, many times over and over again. And every time these, um, these CD plates or these, uh, the Mahatma Bharata scrolls or this information is uh, written down by the true Yeshua, the, the true Christ. It was always, um, you know, if you had it, <laughs> you were probably going to be killed and it was going to be stolen. It's that powerful because the truth will set you free. So these are all truth frequencies and it's hidden also in our DNA. So as we reclaim our, uh, our Cathar template, our Christic template, our, our 12 strands of DNA, we will remember it. So it won't have to be told, but I believe we all have a unique, um, a unique soul mission here. And as we awaken, we heal from the trauma that has been caused to many of us, to the angelic races. And it's very helpful to start to hear and listen and without fear, without fear, you know, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, I, you know, <laughs> this, you, 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 I trust everyone to have information and I trust you to be your own expert and to, um, you know, dis discern. So, um, you know, I, I bring everything in and that's just me. And I, I really think there's a unifying force among all these teachings and it's the truth frequency and it's a divine infinite source within us all. So that is my, um, I just kind of want to open that up because this is the second time we've had someone uh, on that, that prescribes to colonic science. So I definitely um, encourage you to do your own investigating because uh, for me, it's some of the most high frequency information that exists on the planet. All right. So I'll just, without any further ado, I'm going to bring Ian on and um, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello, Elizabeth. You okay? Can you hear me oh, okay? Great. You sound great. You sound super. All oh, right, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I've got uh, some head found some headphones, so you're not going to get any feedback. So, yeah, yeah, all good. Okay, good, good, <laughs> good. So, I have some questions for you, but if, if you would mind, I love what you started in kind of explaining how our perspective of reality has definitely been warped or shifted or uh, purposely manipulated into oh, a frequency uh, fence. Yeah. If you could begin there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, frequency fence. Okay. So um, 
obviously, I'm studying the um, Tartarian subject. Uh, uh, now, the, the frequency. Y- yes, the and, but, but why we can't see some of these structures because of the this frequency fence, if, and why they're coming more and more surfacing well, more to many of us. Yeah, yeah. So the free, the frequency fence is an is explained in the Ashionadine's book uh, Voyages Volume Two. Um, and basically, it's an artificial set of um, it's like a free it's like a, a free set lower frequency bands, and it's designed to keep consciousness locked under these particular set of frequency bands. I think uh, frequency the frequency fence is under D four point five. So if you can if you can um, accrete your DNA and activate your DNA above strand 4.5 you can then start to perceive above the frequency fence um which is obviously what the fallen angelic i call them i call them parasites um that that's the term <laughs> i always use what's it it's it, it's just ex, it explains their behavior and what they're doing on this planet mm-hmm. uh, absolutely perfectly so i use the word parasites quite a lot what i actually mean by that is yes. <laughs> fallen angelic bloodlines who whose only interest is to feed on our energy, which is why I call them parasites. Uh, But anyway, they want to keep us under this frequency fence. So there's a load of people on this planet who are obviously under this artificial frequency fence of consciousness. uh, And they, uh, I'm I'm sure you and a lot of your listeners are aware that uh, this reality that we walk around in is self-generated in real time on individual and collective basis by the actual people who are on the planet we're all it's like a it's like a waking dream we're, we're making it up as we go along now all the people that are locked under the frequency fence they create a very specific version of this reality called net earth net which stands for uh, i think it's niberian electrostatic transduction field it's all explained in the voyages anyway but basically it's this version of reality called net earth and when we walk around on this planet and we're looking around most people are interacting with this version of earth called net earth um now once you've as i said once you've activated above d4.5 uh, you can start to perceive uh, um, higher frequency bands. So you start to see outside of net earth and there are higher frequency bands above that. And basically when that happens, you can start to see the net earth programs for what they are. You can, you can, you, you can feel that certain things in the world aren't right. I mean, everybody who's on a spiritual journey, they will eventually reach the point where they sort of start questioning, hang on a minute, this this reality that I'm being told it doesn't something doesn't feel right. Your intuition tells you that the story that you're being told and what you're being presented with um, is there's something not right with it. It doesn't feel right. And that's what sets a lot of people off on a spiritual journey in the first place because they're getting to the point where they're rising above this frequency fence type of thing. Now. Um, um, Yes, uh, the concept of being able to see things above the frequency fence, like physically be able to see things, like a reality field, if you like, above the frequency fence, that is an interesting concept. Um, 
whether it's connected to the whole Tartarian thing, I'm not sure. I mean, when we were talking uh, the other day, you were mentioning um, that some of these buildings that have started popping up uh, in our reality could could be from Tara, which which was the um, a higher version of Earth, if you like. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest. Um, I'm trying to see things from um, trying to see things from like like linear perspective. I'm certainly keeping that idea open, if that's true. But uh, some of the things I've um, figured out, uh, like, like tracking the history and when certain things happened, it well, does go you, back yeah, quite a long way. I can just, if I can just say, one of the things that I love about you, is, and I find that you're very uh, kindred spirit to me, and and one of my mottos is, the more I learn, the more I realize I know nothing, Socrates. So I feel like that's well, how me, you me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, absolutely. So yeah, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you have learned about Tartaria and the the Tartarian architecture, which is which works with the whole sound frequency concept of what is the true essence of our universe. That you know the sound and light frequencies. Okay, so um, basically, uh, the subject of Tartaria, uh, uh, if you want to start studying it, there's lots of subtopics within it. Um, so basically. Um, I had like a kind of like a, a bit of a, a bullet point to, to go through. So talking about okay, the buildings please. themselves. Um, so most people may have seen these types of buildings, but it's never sort of registered in their minds about um, what they are or where they came from. Basically, the concept of this whole Tartaria subject is that up until very recently, I'm talking 100 years ago, there was a civilization that existed on this planet which has been whitewashed from history completely by the fallen angelic bloodlines, stroke parasites. They've done all they can to try and whitewash this history, alter our history. Now, these buildings, they're, they're everywhere. Um, and some examples of these buildings are um, St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Um, the Houses of Parliament in London, the White House in Washington, D.C. Um, if you go to the UK, visit places like York, Edinburgh, Chester, and a whole host of other places, not just in the UK, by the way, literally everywhere in the world, you can see this same architecture where they're like these big, grand, majestic buildings with Greek pillars on the front. Uh, they usually have like little squashed pyramids above the pillars. Um, and basically, the, these I've discovered that these buildings where they're all tied in with this whole subject of Tartaria and the Tartarian civilization, which was global. It was a global. Now, these what's happened over the last hundred years, probably more than a hundred years, the parasites have try to check, try to whitewash all this from existence. There's been some kind of great reset. They, the, the parasites have done some kind of great reset on the planet. Now, um, they've systematically destroyed a lot of these buildings and they've kept a select few for themselves and they operate their control system on this planet right now from these Tartarian buildings. 
So we're talking, uh, they've decided to keep um, cathedrals, churches, and churches, by the way, were, were never actually built as religious churches. A lot of these cathedrals, they're actually Tartarian like power centres that they designed for pulling in energy with the domes on the top and the aerials and um, government buildings. This is, this is what the parasites are using these buildings for now. So churches, cathedrals, government buildings, schools, universities, mental institutions, town halls, mm. royal residences, even department stores are actually Tartarian buildings from this old civilization from before when the parasites done this great reset so wow the, the, these build these <laughs> buildings right they still they still exist uh you once you know what they look like i mean it's quite <laughs> it's quite difficult without show, being able to show your listeners pictures because mm -hmm. the pictures tell a thousand words so i'm having to try and mm -hmm. say a thousand words to make up for the fact that i can't i can't show any pictures <laughs> um so um Yes, what these buildings all did, right, was they were able to pull in and harness what's called etheric energy. So they were literally pulling in energy from the atmosphere above them, and then they were pulling that energy down into the building, and then this entire this civilization, this Tartarian civilization, was a free energy society. They didn't have... Um, they were able to... Um, everything was wonderful. Their entire existence was all a celebration. Um, so all these, like, they used uh, all, like, majestic statues, uh, huge, massive buildings, arches, domes, obelisks. And they had uh, a lot of other... They had. Uh, we were talking the other day, and you were saying that they had a lot of other technology that you know we couldn't even fathom. Uh, for yes. example, you're talking about the band bandstands as teleportation centers, and, yes. and and I was saying that here in Sicily, I have one right here. It's just this little tiny like temple. This and they are using it as a bandstand now. And can yeah, you talk yeah. a little bit more about the that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this. Uh, so fr from my research, I've basically discovered that the, the Tartarian civilization, they, they, they had a, a portal teleport technology and they were able to like zip around the planet. Um, I don't know whether they were limited to just this planet or whether they could go anywhere else, but the, there's literally, they had teleport stations that you could go outside, walk into, and it would take you to, it was like a network and you could go to, other teleport stations. Now, what some of these teleport stations look like, you can see them. Go to your local park and you may find something called, um, a it's called a monopteros. That's what they're called. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, um, you might, you, uh, most people will know what a band stand is. It's like an octagon-shaped um, raised platform with a, in, like with a bit of a roof on it. Uh, it's kind of like that, only it's made with more um, like Greek pillars, like stone um, type of thing. And they call it a monopteros. Um, I personally believe that what these are, they're teleport stations. Um, and they've got, they've, got, they've, got the, um, they've got the etheric collector on the top of it, which is a little... Um, it, it, 
it's like a copper ball. Uh, it's a copper or a brass ball, and um, it's full of mercury. Now, what actually happens is, um, and, and it's got like a, a copper aerial, or some of these buildings actually have a gold aerial as, as well, because gold obviously conducts electricity better than copper, but because of because it costs a lot of money, it's mainly copper is used. Um, so basically, these aerials just stick up, uh, pull the energy in, which is in the atmosphere above. Uh, there's electricity everywhere in the in, in the air. Uh, pulls it in, and then the the mercury inside this copper or brass ball starts to spin around and create a vortex. That vortex creates a um, a toroidal field, which is like imagine like a, a donut, a ring donut. Um, so that's what the energy field looks like spinning around. Now that toroidal field is like a whirlpool, and then it starts pulling in massive amounts of etheric energy into whatever that structure is, and then um, that that energy then is harnessed from the centre of that vortex. It comes down into um, it's either a domed roof, or sometimes it's an octagonal sloped roof uh and this is like a sort of um an amplifier if you like and it comes down inside that and these structures the once you know what they look like they are literally everywhere all around the planet in your local park in in city centers even even some residential houses around where i live have these balls on the top uh that you can still see them um they're literally everywhere uh, and this 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 technology has been hidden from humanity. We we had free energy technology literally everywhere on the planet, um, and the parasites, fallen angelic parasites, have done some kind of great reset and changed um, society into a form that they can vampirically feed upon. Because you can't feed upon a society which has free energy, so they've had to get rid of and all this that. energy. The, the, from what I understand, too, this energy, this ancient energy, was not, uh, you know, like EMF waves that are very um, disharmonious to our our organic bodies, but they no, no, resonated no, with our crystalla structures, right? And with yeah, the four forty that. Okay, so that's a big, a big difference because now we're seeing technology as something that's, you know, making us ill and sick. Yeah, you know, but that yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. something that empowered and, and and healed us. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your work with the somatics and the? Um, actually, we're going to take a break here in a minute, so okay. maybe when we come back, you can talk a little bit more about that, uh, the crystal spiral, and um, your work with. Um, you know the the frequencies that you, Absolutely. That you spoke about before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, so uh, these these Tartarian buildings uh, take take a cathedral, right? One of the things that all cathedrals have inside them is a is a big massive uh, pipe organ. Uh, the Tartarian civilization mm -hmm. uh, they used sound and frequencies as a, it was an integral part of their technology. And I believe that um, they were using sound inside these structures, the, the, these, these, these like big cathedrals, they're resonant chambers. And 
what they were mm. using the what they were using the big organs for the big pipe organs they weren't just they weren't just playing music in there and everyone was just listening to music it was literally technology and they were creating resonant sound tones inside this resonant cavern in if you like huge resonant cavern and they were literally opening up portals inside these structures and using oh, those wow. portals for traveling around the planet that's what these cathedrals are for. In fact, the word cathedral is cathode ral. So it's 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 a device that pulls in electricity, a cathode ral cathedral. Um, so the technology, obviously, a lot of these cathedrals have got a big dome on the top. So inside that, inside is a, it, it's a resonant, um, it's a resonant cavern. So um, I mean. <laughs> I'm so, uh, okay, I'm hold so, that so, thought because we got to we got okay, we got to take okay. a short break, but we'll we'll visit this topic a lot more. And it's amazing you said that. I just want to say because I went to the Hypogeum in Malta, which is an underground resonance chamber that is amazing. Oh, wow. So okay. you know, it's all, all the pieces are coming together. So we're just going to take a real short break, and we'll be back with Eon Parks uh, talking about Tartarian ancient technology and architecture. For more empowering words from Elizabeth Monroy and Dr. Peter Monroy, check out their latest book, The Infinite Human, an ascension guide for starseeds, twin souls, and awakening infinite humans, the co-creators of the new infinite 5D Earth. You'll also find many spiritual books to help both children and adults in their ascension back to home to infinite God source. Isn't it time to be part of the new consciousness renaissance? If this resonates with you, Please subscribe to our website at infinitehuman.com and become part of our growing Infinite Human family. Welcome back to the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Do you have a question or comment for Elizabeth or her guests? Please call us at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. You can also text or email your questions and comments to infinitehumanproductions at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. And we're with Ian Parks talking about ancient Tartarian technology and architecture. And actually, Ian, I do have a question for you. Okay, go on. You know, talk about... Okay, talk about synchronicity. Uh, there is a, a gal that just, uh, I call her my go-to girl. She is psychic beyond belief. She you know, okay. has remote viewing powers, and she has helped me so much. And I swear, so I met her during the what I call the scamdemic, and um, she <laughs> has actually through her her work she's validated a lot of things i've gotten and and because of her i spent last year uh tramping through the um jungles of the yucatan and in fact i also went to malta because she, she's kind of helps me interpret the signs that i'm getting and okay. um i and she had a question for you and it was um where in england can we see these these things you already mentioned some places but this is the kicker okay she lives in chester which is oh right, right down the right. road from you well if she goes outside their front door 
Uh, she'll probably see them. <laughs> <laughs> go to Chester. Yeah. Um, go to Chester Town Centre, the the main high street. Um, obviously, they're, they're all that, all them types of buildings. They're all they're all old. I mean, you're talking like sort of. Um, imagine Harry Potter, the Harry Potter film. Most people have seen Harry Potter. Um, when they when they go to that sort of street where they buy all the magical items, like uh, what did they call it in the film, Diagon Alley type of thing, they're all old, really old build, buildings. Uh, that's kind of similar to it, but it's more like the bigger buildings I'm talking about. So your big your big cathedrals, your big churches. Um, if, if you find a church and you find like uh, a lot of these cathedrals and churches will have a. Um, it's like a round. It looks like a, a geometric code on the front of of, of, a, of a cathedral. Um, I don't know whether you, I've got literally um, about a hundred different pictures of these things. Uh, it's like a cymatic code on the front of the cathedral. Um, hmm. um, go to uh, well. I I went to visit um, Liverpool the other day, and um, on the seafront, uh, there's a build. There's a series of buildings actually. What very famous uh, liver buildings they're called. Uh, now the liver buildings, if you actually walk up to them and look at them close, they're, they're like uh, absolutely one hundred percent Tartarian. Um, they're, they're not made by by us. Now, one of the things about these Tartarian buildings is um, if you look at the size of the doors and you look at the size of the windows, they're not made for people our size. These Tartarians were obviously a lot taller than what we are now. I mean, most humans are between five and six foot. Um, the, these, these buildings, these, these doorways, they're made for beings much taller than what we are. Maybe, maybe um, I don't know, seven, seven to ten foot tall beings. These they're not made for us. Um, now that's a whole topic. That's like a whole subtopic in itself. Where did all these tall people go? Um, so yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot. Of, um, well, I think we talked about that a little bit again because this is relating to the true history of our planet. That you know, basically in our time matrix, you know, well, we were. Uh, many people say we were infected in this whole fall. Uh, the parasitic uh, invasion, we'll say, uh, yeah. came from a fallen, uh, you know, parallel matrix back yeah. 260 billion years ago. And then 250 million years ago, there's kind of a climax because history just kept repeating itself when Tara fell. And then they've been feeding off of us and, and it's been sp- Blad, you know, the earth, which is, you know, has Eartha and Gaia and, and Tara and our earth is, has been not only fragmented, but it's also been drained and has become much smaller. And I guess we've adapted to that. Is that what you would? Absolutely. Like yeah. Um, okay. That's an interesting um, sort of topic to touch upon. Um, now, uh, I know that you follow the teachings of Asia. I've I followed her mm. stuff for about 20-odd years. I remember a long, long time ago, um, she, she mentioned in a workshop that um, the Earth used to be a lot larger in size than what mm-hmm. it is now. Now, um, back if you, if you were to like, um, find dinosaur bones, uh, one, of, one mm-hmm. of the sort of the, the, the main features of dinosaurs is that they, they were all massive. Every single dinosaur that you can find was huge in comparison to what land creatures are now. I think that the largest land mammal now is an elephant. 
an elephant would be like tiny compared to like your basic dinosaur back then. So why has Yeshua actually, actually explained that because the Earth was much larger back then, there was there was more um, like the hologram, if you like, there was more room for life forms and the templates of those life forms to, to more fully energetically express into this reality so they were generally much larger if, if you if you live on a, a huge massive big planet with lots of frequency and quantum you generally outpicture larger than what you do on a planet with a small amount smaller amount of quantum so, so um, it so perhaps it would be fair to say that it's just even amazing that we even walk upright with all that's been done to us, oh, all well, the, uh, you know, reverse technology and mechanics, but getting back to the Tartarian architecture, because actually living in that, that, that energetic expression and in all those buildings, it actually uh, it not only opened portals, but it also healed and maintained our own, um, uh, cathartic templates are you know our christic templates and fed it um yeah. with its with its resonance you know so i wanted to i'm just fascinated by your work with the um crystalla spiral if we can well, let yeah. me just explain that real okay or do you want to explain the difference between crystalla and fibonacci the, the expanding towards source and then oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Fib so, fibonacci. so. <laughs> yeah so, so basically nacci. um I, there's two, uh, we, we exist, uh, it's like a, a series of um, what's called Cathara Grid templates. It's like a manifestation template. Uh, most people will have seen something similar to this. It's like uh, the tree of life. Most people will, will will have seen a tree of life. It's kind of like that, only the It's the really original, the tree of death. <laughs> it's a tree of death. Now, uh, the, the Christic <laughs> version, which is the original eternal life version of that, has got 12 spheres. And it's very, very specific in its shape. Um, now, this this reality field that we walk around in and we live in uh, is is composed of um, interlocking versions of the Cathara grid. Um, now, there's actually um, there's actually the, the the original twelve template Cathara grid, and we've also got a fallen version, the Tree of Life version of the Cathara grid with a different amount of spheres. So we're kind of like living inside a blended reality field where there's a portion of our reality field being generated by the Metatronic code and a portion of, real of our reality field by being generated by the, 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 the Christ code, K-R-Y-S-T. Um, so that's actually what's happening at the moment. Now, it's difficult to explain this concept without diagrams and pictures to be able to look at but essentially as these these, these these templates will spiral out from the center from a center point and you can connect up the 12 on the cathara grids there's a 12 points at the top you can connect these 12 points up as it spirals outwards from the uh, from the center and it creates a mathematical progression called the crystal spiral and it can be plotted on a graph and it creates a spiral okay now that spiral is um, is what contemporary pianos are tuned from. It creates the musical progression of how even now, when even when the parasites have tried to alter everything and mess around with everything, they still have to use that spiral to program or tune musical instruments now. So 
there's obviously I've studied um, the musical side of all of this for about 15 years, uh, trying to figure out. Now, the, I, I've discovered that the, the, the Tartarians, they weren't used in the musical system that we are now. They were using a different musical system because it's all to do with the frequencies and the way the frequencies overlap. Uh, so just, just to finish off what I was saying on the point before, there's, a, there's an original crystal spiral and the, the Metatronic template creates an artificial spiral called um, the Fibonacci spiral, and it's it's slower in in speed. So if you were to put these two spirals on top of each other, you can see that they're distinctly different. Um, now, these spirals, believe it or not, are just about to cross over, and the crossover point is the 8th and 9th of November, which is in about two weeks' time, and this is the culmination <laughs> of, like, millions of years waiting for this event to happen it's like absolutely unbelievable what is actually going on on this planet right yeah, now yeah yeah absolutely yeah. crazy <laughs> so so yeah um so basically the original um the original musical system which and, well let me just and let me just add because it is epic and i think a lot of new age people a lot of us are seeing it as timelines you know the ascending timeline going back to infinite god source or the descending fibonacci timeline falling into phantom you know <laughs> parasitic time matrixes yeah yeah, yeah yeah sorry i just wanted to add that <laughs> so, so um, go ahead please so yeah the original um what we're using at the moment uh if, if you were to tune a piano if your if your job was a piano tuner and you went to go and tune someone's piano you would tune it to something called 440 hertz temperament tuning so what that is is note a becomes 440 hertz and then once you know what that note a is you use crystal spiral obviously you don't call it a crystal spiral but it's a mathematical equation which tells you what all the other notes are um so you only need to tune one note and then you can tune all the other notes from that one called equal temperament scale um now um they, they've literally found um they found in tombs and things like that musical instruments from, from like thousands and thousands of years ago. And what they found is these musical instruments weren't tuned to 440 hertz. They were tuned to 432 hertz. Um, so obviously they weren't using the same system as what we were musically. And I just want to interject that if you look at, you know, the cells of the human body and how they respond to each frequency, one, you know, it's almost like being on a cell phone, you know, it kind of like uh, attacks and assaults and dissolves the cellular integrity while the other yes. one just, you know, resonates in perfect geometry. Right. Now, if you, if you look at the history of when music was changed to 440, um, there's a number of different, you can find different answers on this, but it's, com it's most commonly believed, believe it or not, it was changed originally by the Nazi party. Uh, they were the ones who originally changed mm. music to 440 hertz. Um, and then it was adopted, uh, I think it was like early 50s or something, it was adopted as a global standard. Um, by the by, the Rockefellers. <laughs> well, I don't, I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was adopted. Yeah. Basically, turn on the radio, listen to any contemporary yeah. music, and it will all be tuned to four forty hertz. 
Now, this, mm-hmm. obviously, what the parasites were trying to do was hide the original frequencies because in the Tartarian technology, and obviously the Tartarians didn't create this system, this is the natural musical system. Now, um, you get combinations of the notes, the, the vibrations of each note interacting with each other in the air is is the key thing that makes this technology work for opening up all the portals and opening up all these lines of frequency and stuff like that. You have these things in your light body structure called the Laurian chambers. Yasha started talking about all this a while ago and then it, it seemed to just like fizzle out and didn't go anywhere. She didn't continue with it, which was a bit unfortunate because I was really heavily into learning about that. But basically, certain combinations of sound frequencies together can create resonant tones that can open up um, something called the Allurian chambers inside your light body structure. And obviously it will allow frequencies to come in and activate your light body and all of this. So it was actually some incredible spiritual sound and light system that is which exists, just we don't know what it is. So I've been heavily trying to figure out what this original system was. and. Um, I think I figured it out. Um, I, I'm currently making a course to explain how this works, but I've, I've, as, as you said in your introduction, I've, I've found a, a method of um, linking geometry to musical frequencies, and then from that system, you can you can find um, all the numbers of this musical scale. Um, to make to, to tune uh, an octave of twelve notes, and all these numbers, what you what 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 the system generates, are all things that like that they're all used in the ancient world. Um, for instance, there's um, I think it's Angkor Angkor Wat Temple in India. They've got like um, hundred and eight statues of Buddha or something like that. Um, so and there's a load of these temples where the number hundred and eight. Is very important. Well, 108 is uh, times four is 432. Um, so 108 is very, very important. So I'm looking for certain numbers, and I've been collecting over the last 15 years, like sort of markers, if you like, uh, of what these frequencies are. And I've managed to find a system which puts them all together. And I've literally programmed it into a um, into a piano and played it, and it's it, it's absolutely fantastic. It, it naturally creates the crystal spiral without you even knowing what the equation is. It's just naturally. It, now, can I just ask you about the crystal spiral? So you said now is that because uh, I've listened to the tonings? Is that the uh, you know the the um, uh, you know do re mi fa so you know ka fa ya sa ta? That is that the 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 uh, you're talking about the, the scale? Is it um, adapted to our scale of Karayasatahala? Yeah, yeah. So what what that okay. is, as, as you probably know, is it's it's the 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 code is called the Ruche, and it's like a sort of seed code, and it's got 12 points on it. So Karayasatahala Adora Metador. And there's a tune that goes with it, which you've just sang. What what's the um, last part? Because I've Karayasatahala. 
And then I heard him go, which is the the three sound, two sound and light tones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a Adore Matador, which is the first spoken language Anahase has ever been uttered in our time matrix, not just on our planet, but in our whole time matrix. So each one is coded. So this sound and frequency is so powerful, and we just don't we're not using it at all. The technology we're we're being fed, forced, is is destroying our organic bodies you know where is this has existed this that heals that 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 is i i have a note here from actually it was from um lisa renee which you know i get bits of information she talks about tartarian culture uh, saying that these these structures you're talking about these power centers had applications of sound and frequency for learning healing building architecture art music uh growing food and now you're saying opening portals and yeah, opening, yeah. you know, your your light, the uh, restoring the, the light body, you know, the the yeah, crystal body. So it's, it's template technology. Um, uh, yeah, they've got yeah. the, the sound technology can be used to uh, influence templates, opening up certain connections and um, healing and all all manner of applications. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we've really had a number done on us here. I think, especially with their with their <laughs> pushing us into this AI artificial technology with the five G and you know all this stuff. It's just such a bad copy of what we had. You know, they took us. It sounds like they just took it all from us, and now they're giving us the weaponized versions of it. And we're thinking, yeah. wow, I can surf surf the net. You know, well, what's a net? You know. It's a, <laughs> it's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Con- the, the net, the net, so, the net. Wh- net amazing. Yeah. Uh, we, we're, we're, we're getting to the closing now, but oh my gosh, Eon, uh, it's just mind blowing. I just, you know, I love to hear you speak because it just stirs up ancient memories in my mind. And I hope it, it has for the listeners here. Tell us more about how I'd, lo- I'd love to have you back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And just I'd love, love you to death. Yeah. I just think, and, but please tell everyone how they can, you know, get in touch with you and see your pictures. Cause of course this is a radio show, so we can't see the pictures, but um, you know, c- can you t- tell us once again, how we can connect with you and also, I want to just say I'm excited about the. I know you, I see my visions see a book coming out, and I see you doing tours all over the world, oh, wow. you know, pointing out these Tartarian, um, you know, buildings. So I can't wait for that to come well, out. So I, I tell us man- more about. I haven't manifested that yet, but uh, that, that's a good thing to aim for. Well, absolutely. we're just starting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing um, a, a huge, massive big course on Tartaria. It's going to be available. Uh, on my YouTube channel for free. Uh, so if you go onto uh, YouTube and just type uh, Waking Earth, um, okay. you will find it. Uh, if you want to know more about the um, Crystal Spiral and the, ta- and, the, um, and the Fibonacci Spiral, just search for Waking Earth and then Time Wave Spirals, and you'll find like a big hour-long, say, video that I've done, which explains all about these two spirals and the, and the sound and the music and all that kind of stuff. 
So uh, that's okay. the best way to find me. Obviously, I'm on Facebook as well. You can find me on Facebook, just Ian, Ian Parks. Um, and and you also um, have a Facebook group, and we didn't get a chance. We're running out of time. Yeah, we're going to um, close right now. But but I'd like to bring you back and talk more about failsafe too, because that's huge. That's like resetting. Well, I call it well, just, yeah. just resetting our time <laughs> matrix to the infinite infinite source. So we're realigning, that, that recalibrating, <laughs> and yeah, so it's massive. But we'll talk about more about that in another. Yeah, time. that's so that's a whole so talk show <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming. I'm going to say goodbye to you now and just okay, wind okay. this up. So, okay. And I'll move you over here. Okay. And um, what a fascinating discussion. Oh my gosh. Just mind blowing. So I want to just um, kind of round this up and um, definitely want to have him come back. But next week we're having, I want to, Please tune in. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're really growing. And please share this because uh, I think one of the most important missions, my soul mission, is that I believe everyone has a unique soul mission. And as we, um, you know, awaken and as we reconnect and as we start start, you know, becoming our true, authentic, infinite selves, infinite humans, we begin co-creating and manifesting a whole alternate reality, which is in alignment with, you know, fail safe, which is what's happening. Our planet is now an ascension planet returning back to divine infinite source. But with that said, I've got just a few minutes here. Next week, tune in because we have a very exciting guest, Jane Weeder. And if you know him, actually, he was on Gaia. And I don't prescribe to everything on Gaia, but I did uh, subscribe to it just to see his show, Esoteric Hollywood. He is amazing. He's a filmmaker and he, an uh, author, scholar, uh, he's called uh, sometimes uh, authority. He's he's an alchemist, I would basically say. And um, he is uh, probably the only person I know alive that can really explain Kubrick and 2001, which I love. I love uh, Kubrick. It's just a genius to me. And he really understands esoteric symbology that, that has been placed in, you know, hiding in, in, in plain sight in Hollywood. So um, it's going to be really fascinating. And he will be with us next week, this time. And thank you so much. And um, again, you know, remember you are the change. You are divine and a divine infinite human being, you have the power and it's time for us to take our power back to, to use this truth because the truth will set you free and to remember, remember, remember our past, remember who we were and to use that to co-create just a beautiful, infinite new reality. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, I've noticed that we've gotten quite a lot of, um, you know, views. I've got the statistics back. So please share this with other people. I think the more we know, the more, um, you know, we can create free from the uh, parasitic confines, as Ian said, that have been, um, you know, encumbering us so uh have a wonderful week and i look forward to seeing you same time same place next week all right 
So ciao for now. And if you want to reach out, please uh, join my infinite human family at www.infinitehuman.com. Uh, and you can send the emails there to me and communicate with me. I'd love to hear from you all. All right. So take care. And um, again, thanks to our wonderful, wonderful guest, Ian Parks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, until next week, remember you are divine infinite source. Not the forces with you. You are the force, the source. You are infinite. All right. Ciao for now. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. We hope today's episode has inspired you to join the new consciousness renaissance and be the change by reclaiming your true divine infinite nature within and becoming an infinite human and a co-creator of the new infinite earth. Tune in next week for another empowering episode. Until then, have an infinite week.